Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about dropping into your anxiety and what that might mean. What what would it mean to actually drop into your anxiety? Well, one of the things we know when we are working our way out of anxiety, panic, fear, one of our, you know, OCD, one of our um, phobias, any of these kind of things is that we cannot push it away. We cannot run away. We need to learn how to stay, and we also need to learn how to be with the discomfort. And one of the things we can do is to actually drop into the anxiety versus trying to ignore it. So we know that if we are to find our peace and our calm and not be looking for dread around every corner, We need to stop feeding the fears. And one of the exercises that we do well to practice on a regular basis is actually dropping into the discomfort versus running away from it. Staying or dropping into it, into the discomfort, even if it's a panic attack or a high anxiety stressful moment, is a way out in the long run. It's the way out of feeding the fear that keeps the anxiety panic alive. I read a great post uh, from Zen Habits the other day, and in that, Leo um, really sends home a great message. And I want to share some of that with you today. I will put a link to his entire post down in the show notes. If you want to visit that and read all of it, I, I, uh, I would suggest that I love, uh, Leo's writing. As far as dropping down into the feelings, into your own anxiety, um, here's some things that Leo had to say how to work with whatever comes up. As you practice mindfulness, you'll notice a bunch of different things coming up, possibly including frustration or anger with other people or yourself. He adds stress, anxiety, or fear, disappointment, sadness, hurt, defensiveness, withdrawal, stonewalling, confusion, indecision, uncertainty, chaos, turbulence, self-criticism or harshness, procrastination, avoidance, distraction, indulging urges and desires, and then feeling bad that you did them. These and other struggles will come up around your intention to be mindful or possibly unrelated to that intention. And you'll feel frustrated that you're feeling it or disappointed, hurt, and harsh with yourself. Having these feelings or difficulties come up is not a problem. And yes, I totally agree with Leo on that. He really nailed it. These feelings will come up. That entire laundry list of challenges and 
um, feelings, feelings bad about ourselves, feeling bad for ourselves, lashing out at others, and the list goes on and on. We don't need to dwell on those. We know them. We know when we are feeling that. And the point is that having those feelings or even being hard on yourself doesn't have to be the problem as long as you know how to work with it. And this is what we want to really start focusing on. And so how do we work with those feelings? How do we work with it when we notice that it's come up? And one of the things I want to point out before I get on with the rest of Leo's article and ideas here is that we need to also remember that just noticing it has actually already changed the situation. So don't be down on yourself if all you're doing is noticing. Like when we're in meditation, we sit, we get comfortable, we feel our breath, we pay attention to our breath or whatever we have chosen as our anchor focus. And next thing we know, we're off thinking about a million other things, 10,000 things, as the Buddhists would say. And then we are like, oh, where am I? What am I doing? And we get hard on ourselves. What we need to do is simply notice that we went there. That noticing in and of itself is huge. And that brings us right back to our center again, right back to our focus anchor, and we are back on our track again. And what people forget that in meditation and in life, that doesn't change. We are always going to go off. We are going to think of other things. We're going to have a tired day where maybe we're harder on ourselves or others in our lives. When we have practiced noticing nicely for a good long time, and we can actually know that we put some effort into that, we start noticing it faster. We may even begin to notice midstream that we are about to say something to somebody. We will notice that we are off our track, and maybe we get that second, that pause to be able to make a different decision on what we're going to say. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's look at some of the ideas that Leo had here as far as things that we can work with the being hard on ourselves and the actual noticing of when we are off base and how we can actually begin to drop back down into ourselves and our anxiety. Because remember, it's in the pushing it away that we stir it up. We want to just be able to drop down and be right with it. So the first thing he says is to notice when you have a difficult feeling any of the things that we listed above that big laundry list. Just be mindful that it's happening. The second thing that he lists is notice if you are having thoughts, such as a story, an expectation, rationalization, fantasy ideas that are causing the difficulty. For example, Leo says, I'm frustrated because I have a story about this person that they shouldn't act this way. Note that it's not important if the story is true or not, but just that you are having the thoughts and they're causing the difficulty. So what Leo is saying here is that you just want to be able to see it. Again, we just want to notice it. You want to see if you are in your mind creating something And you may be, you may not be, but you can notice what it is that is there. Pure and simple. Notice if you're having thoughts. And number three, he goes on to say, drop into your body and notice the sensations of the difficult emotion. You might notice the stress as a tightness in your chest, the shame as a red ball in your stomach, the loneliness as a hollow ball at the center of your torso, the hurt as a pain in your heart. This is very important. When we often talk here about dropping into our body or embodiment, we are talking about this and being able to give yourself and your difficult emotions a little bit more of a colorful picture, more vibrancy to it. Really see in your mind's eye what it is. Like he mentions here, a red ball of shame, right? Where is your pain? Where is the feeling coming from? What part of your body? Very often with anxiety, we are so in our head, in the mind, often thought that we forget that we are carrying around with us a body and much of our emotion and our feelings are stored in this body. And the more that we can access those feelings through this body, the more we will be understanding of ourselves and the mind-body connection. So pay attention and see if you can't come up with your own more vivid description of where the pain is, the feeling, the sensation, and really give it some color, some shape, and some texture. And number four, stay with these sensations and see if you can be curious about them. Do they change? Look at them with a magnifying glass. Get subtle about your noticing of them. 
Again, he really is on point here. We want to stay. We want to stay with the sensation, the feeling, the difficult emotion, even if it is painful. This is how we get through. You often see quotes and memes about the only way is to go through to get to the other side. And this is what we are talking about. We are, and you can use a magnifying glass to look at it. Really get down into it and be curious, not judgmental. You hear me talk about curiosity a lot. And that's what I mean. With curiosity, we are not being judgmental. So I want to be sure that as you are looking deeper and as you are opening up these feelings, that you are being neutral with yourself. You are looking at them as if you were a scientist, as if you were experimenting. There is no wrong way to do an experiment. The point of an experiment is to do it and see what is there to see what the outcome may or may not be. It isn't right or wrong. And with anxiety, we're very caught up in that black and white right or wrong thing sometimes. And so we want to give ourselves permission to just explore. And number five that Leo has here says, give them some friendliness, love, compassion. This takes practice See if you can cultivate a heart of unconditional friendliness and compassion toward your feelings. And again, we often talk here about our gratitude and our own self-compassion. I am a big believer in reminding my clients, my group members, and myself that we are all a part of the common humanity. We are not on the outside looking in. We would treat others with love and respect and care, and we need to treat ourselves with that exactly the same as we would to another. And I like that he uses the word friendliness. Let's look at some friendliness towards these anxious feelings, these tight feelings, this discomfort of panic. Let's see if we can't soften it with our own inner friendliness toward it. The next one that he has is says, notice that you're completely okay. Even with the feeling, it's not a problem. It's just a sensation. This is what we talk about, right? We are okay. You are okay. Even in the midst of your panic, you are okay. And we need to be able to see that. It is the sensations and the feelings that are rushing through our body that could be created from our hormonal expression of the stress, or it could be from drinking caffeine. It could be from having a fright that has come and passed, but we are still holding on to the sensation but we are now safe. Remember, with panic and anxiety, we go up just like everybody goes up with stress. Everybody goes up, but we don't come down when we are leaning toward uh, general anxiety. We're stuck in that on position. So we want to do, we want to do what Leo says here. We want to notice that we're completely okay. Just with the feeling, it's not a problem. 
It's a sensation. So please try to remember this. And when you hear me talking about you are okay, this is what we're talking about. You are okay in this very moment. And I know if you are listening to this, that you may have very big pressures on you right now. You may have a laundry list of things that need to get done, people's expectations of you, pressures, all kinds of things may be going on for you. But in this very moment, if you are able to be listening to this, you are okay. And what we want to do is build on that moment this very moment of nowness that you are okay. And we want to expand that so that you can really begin to catch your breath and be able to see anxiety and panic as not as big as our mind and body may have us believing. Leo goes on to say in his article, once you start practicing in this way, you can trust that you'll be okay with any emotion even anxiety and anger. It's not a problem. It's just something to practice with. It's just a part of your experience. Then every emotion becomes an opportunity to practice and you can say thank you to anyone or anything that causes the emotion. Well, why don't we really try to do this? It would be marvelous. And you know, you've heard me say in other podcasts how uh, it was in the Serenity Prayer podcast where I mentioned that this time in your life may be a blessing to you. It may be teaching you things that will really help you at other points in your life. So why not look at it in this way? Every emotion becomes an opportunity to practice. And you can say thank you to anyone or anything that causes that emotion. And so I want to say a big thank you to Leo for that article. And I did just read a couple little pieces out of it. Uh, You can read the whole thing at his website. I'll put the link into there. And I just want you to remember that we really do want to be dropping down into the anxiety. I had a client session this morning with a gentleman that I was just in awe of how well he was grasping the idea that he could stay with the emotions and the feelings, the bodily sensations and the thoughts that are going through the head when we are in a state of panic. He was doing so well with it, but didn't quite see it, right? Like we don't see it ourselves. But for me to hear his report of how well he was able to actually stay with a situation that in the past may have caused him to turn and run or turn and move away from the experience, he stayed. And this is a huge turning point in his life. He doesn't realize it yet, but it is just like Leo said in the article that once we learn that we can be with these feelings and emotions, we can handle anything because up until we acknowledge this or really get it, embody it, so to speak, we are feeling that we need the outer circumstances to change for us so that we can, quote, handle life. 
Well, it doesn't work that way. You already have, and you will continue to handle everything. It's just changing the entire focus to not being afraid of what's coming, but of knowing that whatever it is that comes, I can handle it. Now, I may not like it. I may not be comfortable with it. I may cry buckets of tears around it, and I may feel exhausted from it, but I can handle it. And in that attitude change, we begin to not fear the what ifs. We don't have to think about everything ahead of time, such as planning and packing and preparing for every possible circumstance because we think we have to do it ahead of time. We have to be on top of it. No, of course we do what is right. I'm preparing for a possible hurricane here this afternoon. We will prepare and get all of our ducks in a row here as far as water and everything that we need to have ready. And then we have to let go. We have to let the storm come. We can't control it. And and getting in a fright about it or trying to over-prepare by running around like a chicken with my head cut off will not help at all. We prepare, we do our best with what we have in the moment, and then we let the storm come. Because we can handle it when it comes. We'll know what to do if something shifts and changes, just like with you in your life. You do the best you can with what you have. You get your rest. You have your good diet. You are taking self-care. You're taking care of your families. And then you have to let life come. And know that as each piece of life comes, you will be able to handle it. The only difference is, will you handle it from a frightened place or will you handle it from a courageous place because you know how much you have already handled? I know you guys can do it. It really, you're already doing it. It's just actually feeling it feeling that you are already doing it. So I'm hoping that you will pay attention here and drop down into your anxiety versus run away. And now for today's quote. Do not pray for tasks equal to your powers. Pray for powers equal to your tasks. Then The doing of your work shall be no miracle, but you shall be the miracle. And that's from Phillips Brooks. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.